my name is David Gloyd. I'm the co-owner of Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. Together with my partner Kurt and our friend Anthony, along with several of our customers and friends, there's always some great conversations going down at the store. You're always welcome to come join us, but in the meantime, here's a peek under the cowl. Welcome to Under the Cowl. I'm David Gloyd, and this episode, um, well, things didn't really go the way that uh, we thought they were going to. Um, it starts out with uh, myself, uh, Kurt, and Jim, and Katie, and we are uh, getting things going, and a customer comes in, and Let's us know the roads are getting bad, and it kind of ends things a little bit uh, short. So, um, as people decide to leave, uh, Katie sticks around with me, and we finish off the podcast. Actually, we do most of the podcast with just the two of us, um, but we we do end up having some some great conversations, uh, mostly rounding uh, comic book recommendations. Um, but let's get started with uh, Before Everything Goes to Hell. Okay, fart night. I know, right? Maybe I need to idea we could do live back issue diving and make a game out of it and find like the weirdest one or like the cheapest one or the best one for kids or like the most collectible one and just be like there's random stuff and talk and laugh about it and make weird jokes and the that. Oldest, i have the upper hand on that yeah i was gonna say <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i have every back issue title in my pocket right now so oh nice okay well you could be the judge <laughs> actually you could be our ref he's got them all memorized, yeah. memorized. you could be are all on my phone live cleaning out the back well, you can tell us more about the X-Men movies. Weren't you going to get the one, the room over here? Well, uh, we're what? not getting that one because oh, Lisa, yeah. who does the massage place back here, yeah. she's thinking kind of about expanding. expanding. Okay. Oh, good. Uh, so he wanted to keep that open. And she's I think down walls? For her massages. Well, I think they're going to do a separate room. But she, oh, she's, she's, like she's, she's she, Well, no, I think she's got plans to do something different styles with it. Mm. Yeah. 
So it would just be her, but yeah, she's going to do something. I forget I forget what she said. She had mentioned it to me a while back. And I thought even if we did get it, because it sounded like it was going to be a while before she would do that if she did it. And my thought was, well, that's going to be a kind of a temporary need for us. Mm-hmm. So if we get a room for storage, you know, if at some point she decided that she wanted to, then we could just not do it anymore. But he wanted to keep that option open for her and that other room was open. And being that basically what we want is a large storage closet, you know, you know just, just a room for storage. I think that one was big enough. You know, because I've, I've got quite a bit in there already. I mean, we've got a lot to move, but we still have a lot of space in there to to do it the way that I'm putting it in. Plus, i got a bunch of empty boxes in there, which we don't need to do. Check the bonfire. They have bonfire in the parking lot. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing in the lease that says we can't have a fire in the back. Well, a couple of weeks ago, your neighbors down here were having yeah, a bonfire. Yeah, we were going to town. Yeah. Should have done it in a parking lot for the she-eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Thought out. Run off. Yeah, it was really bad for a while. It wasn't as bad today, the other day. Uh, oh, maybe, start maybe Thursday. Yeah, it was raining okay. as I came in. Mud. It was because you had either ice or mud. Yeah. And so then where there was holes in the ice. ice, it was just like pits of mud. Cool. David almost hit in my car. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. That was fun. When hey, almost is the key word. He, David was driving. Yeah. And he was dropping. He was dropping. Was he just off. dropping me off that day. Um. Well, we pulled in and. Or no, that's when you were going to Beaver Dam. Oh yeah, we just stopped in to talk to you for a little yeah. bit before we went out there. Yeah. And uh, but the parking lot was just all ice, and so he pulled in, and he wasn't as cautious as he should have been, being oh. that we were driving on a sheet of ice. Yeah. And so he kind of like pulled, and the car just started kind of sliding sideways Ooh. towards Kurt's car. Okay. And then stopped all right. Oh, that's good, <laughs> I guess. Test out that insurance, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, almost is the key word here. He's going to get an accident eventually. Might as well have his first one do with me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's a pretty sobering, honest way to look at it. You're not you're not wrong. That is correct. Somebody is going to get mad at you and threaten to sue. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully it's just an unpleasant fender bender. Yeah, I, have, I haven't been in a real accident. I, like, I, That's uh, good. Um, however many years ago it was when I was going to Marine Park, somebody rear-ended me. Ooh. Well, actually, somebody rear-ended me one other time, too. But, um, yeah, I was turning to go in um, into the, the school, and some lady, I think she was on her phone, not paying attention, and she clipped the back corner. So I was, like, making the turn, and she the back. Um, that's when we had the Cavalier. That's why I had a broken mm-hmm. taillight on it for the last few years that we owned it. Oh. Because I just never fixed it. Like red tape was cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like we took the insurance money and uh, yeah. paid bills or something with it and never That'll fixed work. the car. So there was that time. There was a, another time we were sitting at a... We were leaving the zoo Ooh. and we were sitting at a stoplight. It was a red light. We're sitting there and all of a sudden... Boom! Uh, some kid, like I don't know if he just wasn't paying attention or what was going on, but yeah, he hit us and we were in the Pontiac. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the the back of my uh, Pontiac Grand Prix, a lot of the paint on the the back bumper is off. Yeah. And it's from that. 
because he hit us, we got out, we looked, and this kid was like kind of freaking out. Aww. Like, and my wife Tammy was like feeling bad for him, so she's like, Oh, it's okay, there's no damage, it's fine, you know, <laughs> we don't even need to exchange information or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, Well, all right, you know, against my better judgment. We didn't. And so about a week or so later, the paint started to fall off. You know? So you couldn't, initially you couldn't see anything wrong with the bumper, but it must have like basically like uh, loosened the paint. So the paint wasn't adhering to the, yeah. the bumper anymore. Yeah. So over the next couple of weeks, it just started peeling off. Yeah. I did. Yes, I did see that. I'm like, ooh, it looks so cool. I'm not sure about having it run with an app, though. I'm like, yeah, what happens when they stop updating the app or, like, it's updated to run yeah. the most recent phone? But I oh, would... Yeah, yeah. I would love to play the um, the card-playing game for that one, too. And the RPG. I am super interested in getting the RPG stuff for that and forcing our group to play. Ooh. I've, never, I've been in, like, one normal accident. All my other accidents have been like terrifying, and Ooh. I probably should have died. Oh man! <laughs> you saw the ones that happened a couple weeks ago on up by Nina. Oh that gosh, big those 131. Yeah, it was like a record. 131 oh, car accident. Oh man, they beat my record. I was in the record one. Really? On like 43. Shit, that's terrible. Because there was a big one once over on like 43. It was 41. Or. Or yeah, yeah that accident okay. was just terrifying. That was, um, that, my nephew was, was in it. Oh my goodness, is he doing alright? He's fine. Oh, um, thank his goodness. girlfriend had her pelvis broken. <gasps> but, you know, she, no surgery or anything, it's oh, just a crack, still. but you know, she's on crutches. Oh my goodness. Um, they, they were like at the beginning part of it. Is she the one that they pulled out from that semi-trailer? Yes. No! Yeah. Oh my god, she's lucky to be alive. Yeah. She was in they were in the beginning. Um they were like oh. five, six cars in. Yeah. And then um they were fine and then a semi came jackknifed and like the corner of the trailer hit the back of their car. Yeah, there's and just pushed everything car. forward. The car is destroyed. Oh my goodness. And she got pushed from the passenger side over into the steering wheel. My nephew Ooh. was able to climb out the top of the car. But she was pinned. They had to use the draws of life to get her free. Oh, man. And um, it took over an hour before they were able to get her out. Once the people were on scene, yeah. it took an hour to get her out. That's terrifying. My goodness. And um, he lost his phone and wallet in the car. Yeah. They did get it back when they went to the junkyard. It really? was still in there. Wow. But, you know, it's like right now you can't go in the car and get your phone. So he's stuck there without a phone and can't call anybody. Oh. So oh, he ended up borrowing a phone. Trying to call his mom, my sister, and say, you know, you know, this happened, and oh, so my sister missed the call, and she's got these all these calls from this guy that she doesn't know. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. I'm I'm so sad they had to go through and, and that, but then, I'm so grateful that they're okay. And then my sister drove from Fond du Lac to Oshkosh that day because of the weather. Oh, oh my goodness, man, that is such an awful thing to go through. Yeah. Surgeon. You see the yeah. videos people pad of that. And oh, did like, you hear the 911 calls, some of them? Yeah, some oh of them, my yeah. goodness, they were just, oh, send a chill right up and down your spine. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds worse than the one I was in. Mine was scary as so. hell. Oh, yeah. 70... Weren't you T-boned? I have been T-boned multiple times, but not, not in the pileup. Oh, <laughs> 
72 people went to the hospital. Yeah. One person was killed, yeah. but only five people were admitted to the hospital. Everybody was treated and released. Everybody wow. else, so. Yeah, I don't think anyone died in the one I was in, which was like, it was 2015 on 41, oh, kind of like, what was that, Lamira exit? Okay, oh, dude, yeah, that exit area, sucks, yeah, too. Yeah, it's yeah. a bad one, too. Actually, a bad, uh, a bad spot is, you know, 45 uh, by Holy Hill Road. Yeah, yeah, that's bad, there, too. There's always accidents there. Yeah, there is. They're, right where the two merge, you know, just off of that merge yeah. point, you know, it's always bad. Yeah, and I know oh, there's yeah. been people killed there. Yep. That that one that whole section sucks. There was a tow truck driver that was killed there that was assisting somebody, and because I, I know that guy from oh, man. My, my other job, um, we knew him, and um, yeah, so that was that was rough when we heard that 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 happened. We were sitting at work, and uh, that news came across. It's always bad news when you hear that stuff, but when you know the person, yeah, man, sucks just a little bit. Yeah, so I. He hasn't completely paid off the car yet, so it's like almost paid off, so he's wondering what he's going to get out of it. Yeah. The uh, pilot I was in, the problem wasn't the merging or anything. It's when it's snowing like that, truck drivers don't give a shit. They're driving fast and they're kicking up snow and no one can see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what happened to me. Like, oh, yeah, some man. people were going too fast and they slid out. That's what started the whole pilot with people going too fast and sliding out, but it piled up because people would kick snow up. Like when I hit, you know, it happened four or five times on my way to work. Truck would pass, kick up snow, mm -hmm. take my foot off the gas and just coast until yeah. the snow settled. Well, the last time it happened, as the snow settled, there's just brake lights oh. across the entire, like, oh, there's more brake oh lights goodness. in our lanes. That's horrible. And I'm like, wait. Uh, <laughs> where, where do I go? Well, this one that happened, there was concrete barriers on both sides, mm -hmm. so there was no place for you know, like you couldn't go off yeah. into the ditch or whatever. So that it was like just so pack people in there then too. So that stretch is bad. But yeah, so that time I had to like, all right, there's break instead of just watching back. <laughs> hey, my foot off the gas. Yeah, started sliding and I was coming out no, of the slide. I, right we had our we were scheduled the, like the meeting five, before either Sunday or Monday. Monday. I was straightened out and stopped. Sure. How you guys doing? Okay, hey, well, doing good. Almost lit off the road. So crazy. Oh, it's bad. Dealing with this ice storm. Ooh. It's icy on there. It didn't even mm. look icy on the road I was on, and I just like almost skid off and oh, over wow. there by uh, a rain park. Ooh. Oh yeah. boy. That's scary. I've been living over here in Barton for like almost a year now. Mm-hmm. I see this store all the time. I'm like, I got to stop there one day. I got to stop there one day. And I'm like, you know what? I'm stopping here. Nice. So. <laughs> Almost crashed, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> you guys sell uh, anime at all or no? Uh, anime like like videos or the manga? Like, yeah, like uh, DVDs. Uh, no, no. Nope. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the manga for me is kind of like a big spoiler. <laughs> <for the laughs> Some people like the manga better. I don't know. I have a couple cousins that like the manga better. Nice. Um, you guys trade it all? Some. <laughs> kind of uh, stuff like that we kind of take on a case-by-case -case basis, depending on if it's something that we need or can move. Take a look around here. That's what I was just thinking. If yeah. It's... I didn't know it was going to get icy. Like, well, the temperature to be. Yeah, because yeah. the temperature was supposed to be... Like above, above cool. freezing, I can but, see it but it's windy. Ways, so. It's at exactly freezing. 
Oh, so you see it through yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, it wasn't supposed to drop. It was supposed to be more like But again, it's windy, so that probably has a lot to do with it because the window is colder. So if you get that cold wind blowing across the, the rain and the wet pavement, freezing it over. Yeah, I think they still have the forecast are still saying above freezing, but if it's actually reading 32, it's they're, mm, yeah. they haven't updated yet. Those ones when they're right on the edge, though, are just so bad. And that's when it's the most trouble, too. Yeah. Dude, I do kind of want to play this game, though. <laughs> Me, too. Yes. There are so many games I want to play. I know. <laughs> do you have diamond? Do you need it on this screen? Um, shouldn't have started this. Have you ever seen the Weave game? No, what's about? that about? It is a role-playing game, okay. but... Um, Journeys in Middle-Earth. It's all done on... Um, on an app. Oh yeah. But there's a deck of cards, a tarot deck. Okay. So like your character creation, you get you do like you, you dealt so many cards, sure. you know, and then you scan the card with your phone, mm-hmm. and it tells you what the options are for your character. Okay. And then you go to the next step. You draw another oh. card and you scan that. I've got the cards. That's I've got I've, and cool. I've got the app. Um, you pretty much have to have like people that are a little bit used to actual role playing. Okay. You don't have to know the system, but sure. you have to be, be, be willing to role play. That would actually be. I like that part. Um, do you have the Twitch app for Geek and Sundry? I or? just so I have Twitch, but I don't. I You're just, not subscribed to Geek and Sundry. Yeah, no, I am a Prime subscriber, and this person I work with is doing some streaming, so I'm like, okay. yeah, I'll subscribe to you. I don't know if they have it on their YouTube or not. Okay. But, they did uh, a series called Weave Society where oh, the nice. girls get together and they play a game every week of using that game okay. system. Um, so I bought the deck and nice. the game cost 50 bucks and then everybody needs to just get the app. Okay. And then, you know, and it's supposed to be, it does seem to, just to race you don't have to like know a lot of stuff or lore because oh, it's sure. all in the app, back, yeah. you know, so that way. And there's like five different settings you can play. And, so, That'd be nice. So that's one I'd like to play with, and then the vampire one I'd like to play with. No, that looks awesome. Search stuff. Um, I feel like the uh, app part would work really good for that Weave game. I don't necessarily think you'd need it for a game like yeah, that. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. Probably just trying to find another way to sell or, it. Or just, you know, it's just a way to um, keep track of stuff rather than oh, yeah, kind of paper. Oh, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense, like D&D Beyond. Yeah. Maybe it's to differentiate from the adventures. Yeah, that's I don't know, because I'd play the card game, too. Okay, well, with a customer in the store and uh, people discussing leaving and whatever, things kind of fell apart at that point, and there's multiple conversations going on at the same time. So I had to cut a bit of this out. Um, We'll jump back in as things are kind of coming back together. Uh, Right before Jim and Kurt leave, as we're discussing whatever happened to some of my image comics that, uh, that are now missing. Wasn't there Youngblood in the box out here? We have a few in there, but he's okay. talking about his old collection. Oh. Oh. Yeah, as we were, uh, when we were starting out in the basement, mm-hmm. um, we were going through a bunch of mild comics and putting them into our back issue stuff, and, and I just realized that there was a lot of mm-hmm. things that I used to have and no longer have, and no idea what happened. Oh. So, but I've got, like, boxes of comics or something sure. that just vanished. Huh. And I feel like I know what kind of box some of that stuff was in. It wasn't in a regular long long box, mm-hmm. but no idea what happened to it. 
Well, I'm gonna get out of here. Well, drive safely. Yeah. Make it easy. See you next week. All right. Yeah, you should. We'll check, I might check the steps and stuff out there if it needs it. Just put some salt on. Yeah, yeah. You'll see me next week unless I end up <laughs> picking up a shift because stupid work. I need. Oh, I need hours. That oh yeah. Trader Joe's. Yeah. So. Ooh, get a new dice Health insurance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw. A, I, mean, I really want this. See you. Several hundreds of dollars. <laughs> All right. Dog Bye. might. Yeah, I it's do, I a bo- dog dice box. They're like 11 sure. by 11 dice yeah. box. Oh, wow. It's got little things with um, legs, you know, yeah. no legs. No, I and then it's got a cover I'm with sure two pieces in. of wood yeah, that will yeah. Unless I end up picking magnetically to cover no. it. Okay. Actually, I can't. You can pop them so. off. I'll be in. Put them together on upright on the corners like this. Don't have to rush down. Oh, no, I'm not. It's covered with plexiglass on the inside so you can like slide paper behind it. Oh, I think I saw that. Isn't it like, looks like it's like wood carving and stuff like that? Oh, and then you can just get different carvings or, you know, different, you know, stains or whatever. Yeah, even like the most plain one is, you know, still like a couple hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd look great, but. Okay, who put the tape on the box? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Bad move. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that too, I think. Matt, Matt, That's a good idea. You're keeping in the box, kind of guy. Toys are meant to be played with. <laughs> See, that's, I'm, I'm in that boat. Kurtz did the other way, as he cringes when you open packages. You know, but I've got a set of Star Wars Bendy toys, Bendums, whatever they call them. It's got like the original movie characters that I was bought for me as a joke Christmas present, but Aww. I've never opened it and it's still sitting there in the box. You could retire off that. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> then I've got my, my own action figures that I did play with. Aww, <laughs> that's awesome. I traded them for some cash and some funny Jason yeah. So I got like all of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to get more and more of that stuff too as we're here longer and making more money. Can <laughs> <laughs> roll things a bit more? Is it like an album or laser disc? Laser disc. Okay. Laser disc, yeah. I see, I played with this for a long time. When I was like in middle school, like the teacher would like laser disc film of stuff. That's the first time I ever saw Larry Disc and I'm a thing I haven't seen it since then. Yeah, that that that's the only time too is uh yeah, they had one at the, the school that I went to and they brought in a laser disc player and we watched the laser disc. I don't even remember what one we watched, but uh, I remember it being there. I got a friend though that got a player and he, he collects uh laser discs. That's the first I've never heard of someone owning a laser disc at their home. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a player, and he'll get. Uh, yeah, he'll 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 buy laser discs. He's got a whole collection of them. It's like I'm thinking. I got like 50, 60 books that need to get bagged and boarded. Yeah, do I want to buy a set of regular ones? Or? Yeah, we're still waiting on your yeah. resealable bags to come in. Yeah, I'll wait another week. See what happens. If not, then I'll probably get it this week. All right. See ya. All right. Yeah, drive carefully. Watch. Watch for ice. Just assume it's there. Yeah. Oh, look at the water running down the street. You still podcasting? It is still recording. Oh, cool. Okay, great. Yeah. See, that's. So, what should we talk about? It's like when we do the Wednesday one. Yeah. We kind of just hit record. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. And let it go. Yeah.
So here's a talking point. So, like, what to you are some essential comic books that, like, everyone should at least give a shot? Like, either in store or just what you think are some real classics? Like... Comics in general, or like storylines. Probably storylines. I know you don't have to pick a favorite, so just a couple. No, and 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 a good way to do it is like some of the graphic novels or trades. Yeah, you for know, sure. Some of the the really well known ones. Of course, I I know we've mentioned uh, Watchmen. Yeah, I know. One of these days, I gotta take up that challenge of Watchmen. Watchmen is one where I think it's worth a read, and especially if you're investing yourself in comics mm-hmm. and the comics community oh yeah and yeah. and everything um it's it's worth the read i'm not a huge fan of it i don't think it's as i mean i don't don't really have a problem with it but i don't think it's as great as mm-hmm. what a lot of people make it out to be but at the same time you know there's so many people that absolutely love it yeah that i just figure well it's just my personal taste sure and i think it's fine if i don't like it and i yeah. think it's Oops. fine if people love it yeah, absolutely. But that's a good one. Do you like that better than The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Because I read that, and I'm like, I really like this. It's just, I feel like if I met Alan Moore in person, I probably wouldn't like him. He's he's an outstanding writer. He really is. I actually need to sit down and just read that thoroughly. The first I, volume, the first two volumes I thought were really good, and the third volume, like, okay, this is a really great piece of concept art. I'm just not that into it. He definitely does some weird things with, with some of those characters too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the whole, the idea of it. Is, oh, I love the idea. Is, is a great idea. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So Watchmen for sure. That's but Yeah. That's what I, yeah. Some of the really big, well-known ones, it, it's nice to, to read just so you, you know, because you hear so much about yeah. it. Uh, things like Dark Knight Returns, Killing Joke, you know, some of those major Batman are they good? Uh, like, or is but, it just but, that but everyone the, read them? So it's it's both. Okay. And uh, but some of those are almost like uh, historic because they played such a big That's part true. in um, in shaping comics. Yeah. Know, Kingdom Come would be a, a good one. Sure. Marvels, you know. So some of that stuff is really good. I would definitely recommend some of the X Men storylines. Of course, I'm a x-men fan so well you'd be the one to recommend x-men like, stories then because you yeah, know what you're talking about stuff like the dark phoenix saga that i would like to read um and i can see you enjoying that too because it's like got that. um you know it culminates into this sort of cosmic event too yeah yeah um, i do like my space stuff so she reads once in space so yeah stuff like that would be good of course for me because i'm you know mostly uh superhero comics reader that's most of the stuff that i would end up recommending yeah. is is superhero stuff probably kurt would be a good one to ask about some of the other stuff just because he reads both he reads you know yeah the, the superhero comics and he reads a lot of other stuff yeah and anthony can give you recommendations <laughs> all all day long yes he can and he has and usually he gives um, very spot on ones so and and he does very good with that but i like to uh Getting recommendations from Anthony is sometimes like like seeing something on the news or whatever, where where you kind of want to get a different source. To yeah, it and just, just double check it for sure. Yeah, because he just because, loves everything. Because he has such a wide which range of things that he loves. Very which beautiful. It's great. Yeah, it's excellent. But most people don't have quite such a wide range of things that they they love. So it's nice to kind of like 
get that second opinion yeah. from other people. Uh, I think, uh, and that's why I recommend Kurt, because that's he'll true. know some of that stuff, and he's also honest about it. He's not going to, kind of like me, Yeah, I, I own a business, but I'm not going to try and sell you. I'm not a used car salesman type <laughs> you know, business owner. I'm not going to try and sell you comics that you're not going to like what are some of the big like image ones or you know the bigger indies that are like yeah these are some pretty solid classic titles that every comics reader should at least give a shot to i should i should go through the uh the comics so i feel like overall i do better with independent comics just because there's a, a different style of stories and they are a lot more segmented yeah and of course that's not quite as much my forte. Oh, but that's um, okay. You got stuff that's been going on for a long time, and it really depends on your your personal tastes too. Like, for example, from Image, you got stuff like Walking Dead. Oh, sure. That's yeah. something that you like. It's it's really good and has been for years. Yeah, yeah. People love although that I liked it more. Same thing with the TV show. I liked it more when it was more a zombie thing. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely gotten away from that. As, it seems as like. they become more about like. I don't know, settlers in a in a post apocalyptic world. Yeah. I'm um, just burned out. I, I've lost a little bit more more interest, but but I really like the, the early stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact that's something that I can even revisit. Oh yes. Yeah. Some of those early Oh ones. that's awesome. There's there's actually a number of image books that have been pretty popular and, and a lot of people love them. Saga, you, you're familiar with Oh, I do like Saga. Yeah, yeah I've, I actually read them from the library, so when they start again, I want to wanna get going on them. So that's one. And and actually, it's funny that you mentioned the, the library, because that's where I've done a lot of kind of exploring. I love our library system, especially like for comics, is really good. I've read so many books from the library that were comic books, yeah. And then to find out, I don't know if you heard, but that they had RPG rule books too for Dungeons and Dragons. That was great because those things cost like 40, 50 bucks a crack. So I'm looking through them to decide which ones are worth me buying or not. And I'm all for that. Like I, I recommend to people all the time when they're, they come in here and they are not sure what to get. I'll be like, go to the library. They you have know, yes, so I, much. I love to take your money, sure, but <laughs> but I would rather you know people enjoy what they're reading and get into some some good stuff. So rather than me saying, "Hey, buy this and buy that," I would rather say, "Go down to the library, check some stuff out, see what you know, just yeah. start exploring some of the the trades and stuff like that that the library has to offer and see what." you like i mean i'd rather say do that than to even say oh this is what i yeah. would recommend because nobody knows what you like more than what you more than you know yeah and they have so much and yet they are limited at the same well, time well but here's the thing There's if you limitations there too. learn the um monarch catalog how to use their online catalog they're connected to like 30 other libraries so you can get so many more books even than what they have on the shelf which is already an outstanding amount so, yeah, I mean, they tend to be a little more, like, you know, teen, but they do have plenty of things that are labeled as mature titles, not necessarily, like, super adult titles, but things that, you know, are from, like, Vertigo or some of the more, um, you know, grown-up image books and stuff like that, too. And I, I would like to see them expand what they carry, and, and this is speaking, well, the, the whole system, too. Oh, yeah? But specifically they've been West, doing, West Bend. They've been expanding you know, lately. And I haven't been in there for while they just don't have the time but i know like they carry a ton of marvel that they do yeah 
And yet I find that when I want to read some DC stuff, for example, I have a harder time finding. Yeah, actually, the, the that's true. That I'm looking for. I would agree with that, yeah. Um, and they have a selection of indie stuff, but there too, it's a relatively small that one I, selection yeah. when, you, when, when you think of what's, what's out there. I'd like cut him a break you, on that one because it would be almost hard to know what kind of indie to get because right, there are so many. So like if you get Dark Horse and some image, you're probably covering at least half of what people would want to read right there. Right. Like if you look at our rack space, we've got, we've got the same amount of stuff on the rack, mm-hmm. pretty much of Marvel and DC. And then yeah. we've got as much indie stuff as we've got marvel and dc put together yeah that's true so even though marvel is our biggest seller overall there's there's so much out there for for indie stuff and we like to have a good selection so we have twice as much indie stuff as we have Mm -hmm. marvel stuff or we have dc stuff they've been building up their uh selection of titan and apparently they have a huge selection of manga which i am just now starting to like care at all about so i've never looked at it but they did have at least in terms of doctor who a lot from titan so, although that's probably arguably one of their flagship titles, so it's not surprising. But yeah, I mean, definitely for like people just getting into to comics and stuff, especially go to the library and check. Yeah, check I've stuff read, out. Like all of Hellboy from the library. Do a bunch of reading. You know, my kids still. I mean, their dad owns a comic book store, but they still get trades and graphic novels and stuff from the library all the time. Oh yeah, me too. I don't have a problem with that because I know if it's something that they really like, they'll they'll buy it from me anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm a parent too, so my kids being customers, there's that uh, conflict there. Yeah. It's like, I want to sell stuff because I own a business, but I'm also a parent and I want my kids to spend their money wisely. Sure. And be happy, so I want them to spend their money on stuff that they want. For sure. I would much rather have them getting a bunch of stuff from the library and reading and enjoying the stuff and then buying what they know that they want to buy. Mm-hmm. Rather than spending a bunch of money and not liking stuff. So like when a new customer comes in here and they're like, well, I'm just getting into comics and what do you recommend? I have no problems with saying, yeah, go to the library, check some stuff out. Because I can recommend, you know, a dozen different things mm-hmm. and they could buy every one of those things. And go home and not like any of them. Yeah, True. But they go buy, a, they go check out a bunch of stuff at the the library and spend some time and do some exploring there. Um, they're far more likely to find stuff that they like, and then when they find what they like and what really interests them, then they can come back here and say, "Hey, I this is what I'm into. Yeah. Do you have any of this?" And then we can, you know, then we can sell that or we can order that if it's something that we don't have. I think that that works out best for for everybody because. Mm-hmm. The people who are reading know that they're going to enjoy what they're reading, and it works good for us because because they're finding stuff that they like, for then sure. they're getting into it, and then they'll come in here and buy stuff. But they're not just throwing their money at stuff blindly, right? Yeah, you know, and then being dissatisfied and not coming back. Yeah. So, all right, um, Watchmen, uh, Dark Knight Returns, Killing Joke, uh, Kingdom Come, Walking Dead. So, how about a couple others to round out that list? Like I said, Mar- Marvels is a good Marvels, one. Marvels, okay, that's a good it's one. Kind of, uh, it's looking at the Marvel universe through a civilian's sure. eyes. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with that at all. But Not really, like, actually. I know uh, the annotated stuff's out, but I don't know what that is either. So, 
But Marvels is interesting because you see some some of the major Marvel events from somebody else's okay um, perspective. Oh uh, yeah, uh, you said uh, Dark Phoenix, right? Was that in there? Days? Did you say Days of Future Past? Days of Future okay. Past would yeah. be a great X Men one because you know these are things that are good classic stories. Yeah, you know, so they're they're well written, they're enjoyable, and they're also important to comics. Yeah, actually, that's very interesting to think about comics as a history. Because it's, it's hard to deny that it's a literary medium. I mean, it, I would say absolutely there's an argument to be made of at least the breadth and quality of storytelling that it should be considered as such. I've, I've read some Golden Age stuff. I've read some Silver Age stuff. Mm-hmm. I've read, you know, things that are much more modern and then current stuff. And it's interesting to read some of that That sounds stuff. like the plow. Yeah, maybe they're salted. Um, I didn't know it was supposed to get icy. I uh, I couldn't read a lot of Golden Age stuff. Yeah. Just the way that it's written and stuff like that. But I like that I have mm-hmm. checked it out because then you can actually... It's, it's interesting for me to see how the writing styles and the art styles yeah. have evolved over time. And reading some of these major oh, stories, me. too, you kind of see what's influenced... Um, yeah comics and what's influenced movies sure you know because if you think about it there's so many comic book based movies yeah um, it's pretty hard and those movies have influenced cinema that's true and everything too so it's not just the uh the mcu right and, and stuff like that but you're seeing those types of movies influence other other films other tv shows and you get to understand how how those changes have have happened mm-hmm. by reading some of these important storylines through comics yeah. too, because um, you start to see where to- where comics started to get darker, yeah, you know, and or where they started to lighten up a little bit, mm-hmm. or where they started getting like where some of the superhero costumes just started getting absolutely ridiculous <laughs> and. And things like that. So, I enjoy going back and looking some at some of that stuff as the the history sure. of of comics. As somebody who loves comics now, you know it's kind of interesting. I think to go back and see why comics are the way they are. Yeah. For me, I would also add everyone should at least give Sandman a shot to that list. Like, even if you don't end up liking it try Sandman because it did influence a lot of indie comics and it represented a big change in comics. So, cause that was specifically one that like more women were reading that than had a long time before been reading. And I don't, you know, I don't normally care that much about that stuff, but that is significant. And also I would say, you know, it was a big part of Vertigo and that was pretty important to comics. I'm BSing my way through this. But I would also recommend Sandman to that list. Just because a lot of people do find it to be an influential moment in comics. So far, honestly, I could take it or leave it. But that's just me. Well, that's one of those things that I need to read. I can definitely see why people like it. It's just not what I'm interested in reading right now. Yeah, it was one of those things where Rodney a while back asked, you know, if there were anything that we were late to the game on and stuff like that. Yeah. And that that's one of those things. <laughs> I'm late to I, all of them. <laughs> I have not read it and it, it is such a big thing. It's like I've gotta 
It's one of those things that I have to go read just for the sake of reading it, even if it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. You just don't want it to end up feeling like homework, though, which I realize is what I've turned this conversation well, into. Well, no, if, <laughs> um, I, I think if I started to read it and I'm like, yeah, it's not for me, I, I wouldn't force my way through Yeah. It. Whereas something like Watchmen, for example, I, I didn't feel like I was forcing my way through it. I read it and was like, yeah, it's just not not as good as I had hoped based mm-hmm. on the recommendations. Yeah. And it's one of those things, too, where I read it a couple of times and um, liked it more as I had read it more. Yeah. It's also something where you you almost have to read it a few times because there's so much going on that you yeah. have to go back and go, okay, what did I miss? Because there, there are, like, stories within the stories. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that you catch. I mean, if you read through it and you're not... Cause some people will pay more attention to dialogue than mm-hmm. the art. Mm-hmm. Some people will pay a lot of attention to the art. I, I think it's one where you really have to concentrate on, on both okay. of through it. Hmm. Uh, because there are things where, just like what we were talking about at the club earlier yeah. with Doomsday Clock, where there's a lot of panels where you're relying on the art to tell the story. Right. Um, the way the Watchmen is done is there. It is really well balanced where the art is doing its job and mm-hmm. the writing is doing its job. There are so many great trades and collected works and whatever. It's it's hard to give recommendations because no matter what I what I'd say, there'd be like great stuff that I would even if it's like your mention. personal great. That's that's cool too. But if you have like an interest in say like a character, you know, sometimes it's Nice, like, um, I wanted to read more Flash stuff at one point. Yeah. So I got, I picked up the greatest Flash stories ever told. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. For for me, that was a great way to yeah. to read it. Because you weren't reading, like, complete storylines and stuff like that, but you were getting little samples of it. I think some people probably would have a hard time doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that there's a lot of, we've got a lot of customers that come in, and if there's a book missing, they don't want to read that storyline. Yeah. Because there's something missing and they'd have to wait for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. I can miss, you know, I, I could pick up 20 issues of something, but there's a couple missing in between. Sure. And I can still read it. Sure, sure. And I would just be able to kind of fill in the blanks on my own. Some people just can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I think um, it would be harder for that type of person to read something like The Greatest Flash Stories Ever Told. Yeah. Because a lot of those are just... You know, we have this issue from this run and this issue from that run where it's not uh, not really a complete story arc yeah. that you're getting. You know, it's just like samples of them. But for somebody like me, that's a great way to uh, to read a little bit more about a character that you're yeah. trying to learn a little bit more and determine if you want to read, you know, if you want to pick up that comic or, or whatever. That's a really good point. Yeah, a lot of times I think that I should expand my reading and go into uh, some territories that I'm less comfortable yeah. with. But at the same time, it's yeah, I'm like everybody else. I have a certain budget, and I already, yeah, right. I already can't afford everything that I want, that I know that I want to read. Um, so it's hard for me to say, okay, well, I'm going to drop four bucks on Right. This comic book that I have no idea if I'm actually going to like it or not. 
There's a big problem with uh, with comics being priced the, the way that they yeah. are. Again, that's a great selling point for stuff like Alterna. That's true, yeah. You get I do love my Alterna. You know, um, fifty. It's like even if you didn't really like it, it was still a dollar fifty. It's yeah. not like you're buying a three ninety nine book and not enjoying that. And I notice pretty much all of them, even if it's a story arc, delivers a significant amount of storytelling in one comic. So you still feel like, you know, even if you didn't like the story, at least you got a chance to evaluate it or not. Because one of the things I'm struggling with with Marvel is like I got to read two or three issues before it even gets to the point, and I'm like. I just don't want to wait that long. Like, I understand mystery and world building. That's awesome. But give me something to invest in, not like, hey, I just got to drag along until the writer, like, decides to get where they're going. But I've also read comics that are kind of the opposite, where they they almost fly through stuff so much. That's like, true. I would have liked more detail. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I hear you on that as well. So I think it's a very tough balancing act, and I feel like maybe I am armchair quarterbacking it way too much. Because I'm not in their spot, and they might be like, you have no idea the pressure I'm under. <laughs> so, Yeah, I mean, I like stuff that's um, not not necessarily real fast-paced, but not slow-paced. Mm-hmm. But sometimes things are so fast-paced yeah. that you realize, I mean, and I, I've, I've read comics that people said were really well-written and stuff like that, and I read them, and I felt like it was so fast-paced that I don't know exactly how well written it really was because sure, there's sure, not sure. a lot of detail given it's like yeah it's like you're reading the highlight reel of a comic yeah i will say though so i decided to give alterna's title the chair a shot and i figured that would be the one book from alterna i just wouldn't read because i really 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 do not like the death penalty but they were doing a uh, a fundraiser where it was like for every comic you buy we'll donate in all ages one to a hospital. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So I just bought it because I'm like, it's a dollar. If I don't like it, I'm not losing anything. Uh, it actually turned out to be really good so far. Like, it's super messed up. But I guess I was just feeling really dark at that time. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is very good storytelling. And it's giving me that darkness that I need. <laughs> so definitely a mature title. Like, they weren't donating copies of the chair to children's hospitals or anything. But yeah, for a dollar, actually, it turned out to be really good. And that, that's another good that's a, thing with Alterna, too, is there are so many different types. I mean, yeah. they have all-ages stuff, they have, like, teen stuff, they have mature stuff. Yeah. They cover a big variety of genres. Most of the stuff are very limited, to, you know, three issues, four yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like you, you're not... First first of all, they're not very expensive, but then right. you only got to buy, you know, maybe four issues or something to get the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been a few that I wish would have been longer. Me too. Trespasser is still one of my favorite alternatives. Oh, I love that book. But I felt like the end was like, I wanted so much more. Like, yeah, I could have used a, a couple ending. more pages to that, yeah. yeah. Although, is that one that's getting a volume too? Because uh, sure. honestly, it kind of did wrap it up. I just am like... Hey, this would be cool to have more. Although, yeah, I could see it being like that's just what it is. Yeah. But um, so that Novo book you guys were looking at, I feel like I'd love to see that in a newsprint line, but colored, or you know, colored in because right now it's just 
black and white for the most part. I think that would be a really interesting lineup to their teen titles. It would it would match obviously very well some of the other titles they have in there, so I could see why they're not, you know, gonna publish another alien book. But it's very different than other alien books. I kind of finished reading the first one being like, well, that's really not what I at all thought it was going to be. But I was intrigued enough to pick up the second volume. And I'm like, okay, again, pretty out there. But I still want to go read the third one. And then I read the third one. I'm like, yeah, now I really want to read the fourth volume. Obviously, those were never published in single issue as far as I know. So they're all in trades. But yeah, I got a cool Alterna mug. That's nice. Yeah, I got the um, genre and beverage one. Use at work all the time. Yeah, I wonder how their uh, buyback program is doing so far. We yeah. haven't really had anything. Well, we like to keep stuff in stock too, so I'm yeah. hesitant to send anything back on it. Um, but one thing I've noticed is that some of their stuff on their their list of things that they want yeah. to buy back that they need yeah. are things that I also want to order because we, oh, sure. we could use them. So it's like, oh, yeah. ho- hopefully they get more more in so that uh, yeah. so that we can turn around and buy them. And so yeah, I've got to get an alternate order in and do can some you, stuff that we didn't order enough on. Yeah. Can you order me the chair number three? If you haven't already? Sure. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, if you have already ordered it, don't worry about it. But We don't have it here. Nope. Just four. Okay. You had two and four. <laughs> so oh. I bought number one from the fundraiser. I'm like, well, if I like it, I'll buy the rest of the shop. I will uh, yeah. add that up to my I was, I, I don't want to say I was pleasantly surprised because that would sound really weird given the subject matter of the book, but I was actually surprised that I liked it and I was getting value for my money way beyond a dollar. Like I could see this being a DC book that was published for like three bucks completely per issue. So, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I still uh, think it would be great if to see like Marvel and DC do a little experimenting. That'd be cool. With uh, with with newsprint going back, well, like and, they and not just putting it out there, but also giving the you know that that price. Yeah, doing kind of a almost like a retro line and doing. Oh, some, that would be fun! Like yeah, what a great idea! They could like keep doing what they're doing with their facsimile things and true believers. That would be cool, and just extend that to retro. Because you know what's sad? Have you started to see some of those like marble grab packs in like uh, Walmart next to the DC ones, where it's issues that were three or four or five bucks to begin with and they're selling a whole pack of them for five dollars sometimes even with variant covers that's that's actually kind of tragic to me but exciting because i grabbed issues that i couldn't order at the time for like way cheap so i got the han solo adaptation number one for like five dollars in a pack with two other comics so i didn't care about the other ones but why not i got a, a cool um a Venom one and oh, uh, Secret Empire number two. I was hoping you had number one here, but you didn't have any of them. And then um, uh, all new, all different Avengers that I thought actually has some potential. Oh. Yeah, it's probably way past seven o'clock. I'm trying to extend the podcast. Actually, my poor family's probably like, where is she? And actually, I realized that Kurt messaged me. And oh, I missed crap. It, but he left. He said, might want to throw some salt on. So, oh, shoot. Okay. So I guess I should have done that. And, uh, that's all right. My wife should be coming to pick me up. Oh, good. Seven and she's going to be in seven. Okay, no. Oh, you have Dark Knight Returns right here. Uh, well, actually, that's not. Oh, the... that's not the right Dark Knight Returns, huh? No, that's Dark Knight Returns The Last Crusade. Because there have been. There have been three. Yeah. I, I will only recommend the first one. They, they haven't got better necessarily. Ah, I see. Um, 
I will say, in my opinion, Frank Miller yeah. has kind of lost his... Oh dear! His touch or something, or may, or maybe it's like a maybe it's like a George Lucas thing where he oh. was successful oh. with the first one and then tried to do his own thing a little too much. Yeah, of his own thing. You know, it's funny because the prequels came out when I was really little, so like the stuff with Jar Jar that people can't stand, I always thought it was funny, but that's because I was six years old. So I never really had that much of a problem with them. But I do understand why people would. Now the best part is they're getting a second life with all the memes. And people are loving them. Oh, there are some spawn over here. I threw some down, but it's also Much obliged. Kind of snowing, so it's getting Oh dear. So just Yeah, just watch your stuff. I will do my best. Alright, so I tell you what, after those wonderful ideas, I will accept your challenge if I may, and I would like to order a trade paperback of Watchmen. Oh. If they have it in trade. I've seen it in hardcover, which is very nice, but honestly I don't need so I'll just do a soft cover. Yes. I have been issued a challenge I shall accept. And I'll have to reread it, and then one of these yeah. days we'll... Actually, we'll have to get a few people to reread it. And okay. We'll have to, like, once you read it, then we'll have to... Have <laughs> oh, a, no! We'll have to have, like, a watchman. Now it has become, like, homework. So, so I just figure everyone says, read Watchmen. I will give Watchmen a shot. I, in two years, though, of reading comics, I still don't know if I would be expert on being able to recommend classic books to people. I would say I could do Star Wars, but I know Kurt's dad, like, way is beyond me on Star Wars once to read. But if Kurt's dad wasn't here, I could give people a good place to start. So, I will have the very niche market of Star Wars comics from Dark Horse and some high fantasy comics, which even still I haven't touched. Like, I would love to be able to get into Elf Quest and stuff. So sometime down the future, we'll be end up having like a, a Watchmen special. Oh dear! Like, under the cowl. <laughs> we'll spring it on Katie so she's really surprised. Oh dear! Thank you for listening to Under the Cowl. I've been your host, David Lloyd. Under the Cowl is recorded live at Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at The Crimson Cowl. Oh dear.